0: And gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Bodega Wrestling Podcast. This is your host, the Quintessential Puerto Rican muffin Jorge Luis Martinez Jr. And as always, I am joined by a cast of characters. Except today, we are missing two of the characters. Uh, one Robert does wrestling is in the jungles so of Puerto Rico, looking for our Belto El Patron to see if he could <laughs> join AEW. And Michael Larkin is doing his 27th podcast Out of 50 that he needs to get done by tonight But we have a special guest And you know who he is The Impact Hater himself And he also brought a new member to the family And you guys are going to love this She has a southern twang If you know what I mean But straight out of Melbourne, Australia coming to Australia yeah Melbourne oh, Australia no you are from Melbourne Australia
1: oh, yeah.
0: the aunt, he <laughs> <laughs> the for, like like there he goes chef already messing up but he's from Melbourne oh. Australia cuz last time I said from where he was from don't tell them where I'm from
1: <laughs> well I'm not it's, from there I'm
0: Okay from there I'm whatever from, okay. from Melbourne Australia where he's trying to find <laughs> tobacco joe or something like that <laughs> <laughs> who, you, who, you, who you be like, brother? Who are you?
1: You know you know what, man? This is the chef, baby. Queens, New York, all day, every day. Yes, I now live in Florida, but when you do 35 years in New York City, you're never going to be a Floridian. I do play my head down in Florida. So technically, I live in Florida. I am from New York City. Man, For- I don't know nothing about no Melbourne, uh, Australia, chasing dingoes <laughs> and none of that.
0: Hey. You sound like you do sometimes and, to, and, and And today we have a special New member And she's a female Ladies and gentlemen Oh my goodness we went there And she's from Louisiana Where she just got done Skinning some snakes To, to feed the family So And she goes by the name of into dis- babe. yes. Say that again.
2: Switch babe.
0: There you go, ladies. It's- Not switch babe, but switch babe.
2: Yeah, it's a Jay White reference. It's the thing that I came up with for all of his female fans. That's what we can call ourselves: a switch babe. So, I was the first one that came up with it. So. I, I've taken ownership of it.
0: <laughs> so you listen to that. It was already trademarked by the switch babe from Louisiana. So if you see the name, you know who she is. But thank you for joining us. And I know you're gonna add some flair to the to the podcast. So thank you. And let's go have some fun right now. And is we're... she gonna do
1: a woo? Is that what she said? You said flair?
0: I guess.
2: I can do a woo.
1: Oh, I wanna hear it. Woo!
0: Oh, Lord.
1: That's what I'm talking about. It's going to be a good one today.
0: Charlotte Flair just lost her woo. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's start right off with the Impact Homecoming that happened this past Sunday from the Fairgrounds in Nashville. Now, we're just going to go through some stuff here, just some bits and pieces that I saw interesting. Uh, Richful Swan became the new X-Division title holder. In a four way Good for him. Uh, he's a good talent, so I'm happy for him. Uh Rosemary returned. And like I mentioned before in the last podcast, it was good for her to finally show up in person and not in a video. Oh
1: so, wait, 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 but who called it? Who uh, called it? She was gonna come out of a casket. Uh you did. Some
0: yes, guy, did. some some hater from Melbourne, Australia. <laughs> uh my favorite match of the night. LAX defeated the Lucha brothers, which I was kind of surprised that the Lucha brothers lost because I was thinking that the LAX would lose the titles, but I'm glad that they kept it. And that was the best match in Impact Wrestling history. Best tag team match, they, best tag team match they ever had. You'll get your turn to rebuttal that. <laughs> Uh, all
1: right, all right, my bad, my yeah.
0: bad. Next, we had Taya defeat Tessa Blanchard to become the new Knockouts champion. This I did not like that much. I'm glad that Tessa, uh, I'm glad that Taya won. I just didn't like the way that Gail Kim got involved, and now Gail Kim's going out uh, retirement, and going to wrestle Tessa. I, I, that part I didn't like. But yeah, so tough for that. Johnny Impact defeated. A uh, cage, and one of the weirdest finishes that I ever seen. Yeah, it was wacky. It was weird. Nobody knew what the hell was going on, as everybody was booing the hell out of it. Uh, Taya came out to celebrate the first ever husband and wife uh, champions on Impact, and the man that saved everyone from the booze, Killer Cross, came out. Destroy Impact powerbumped Taya into the crowd and the man just solidified himself as being the face of the company for 2019 so switch babe what did you what are your thoughts of homecoming
2: homecoming I loved it it was a solid show um I went into the living room watched it on the big screen and and just, you know, got immersed and lost in it. And when I looked up, next thing I know, it's ten o'clock and it's over. And it was it was one of those shows that kind of flew by for me. And I've had that experience with almost every um impact pay per view that they have put on like in the past year, like from twenty eighteen to now. And I loved it. I Pillar Cross is my ultimate favorite on impact. Um, I love his work. I love his promos. His in-ring work is solid and crisp. He he is just an amazing talent. He's a freaking beast. And, um, you know, like him coming out there at the end, I think, really saved that shit because that crowd was shitting on that. They didn't like it at all because they had just experienced the whole Austin Aries fiasco the last time. And then they're going to go and do another dusty finish, which I get why they did a dusty finish because they're in the asylum. Dusty was a part of the asylum days. So maybe they wanted to give a tribute to him, but still, you know, if you want to really solidify yourself as a brand, like don't do screwy finishes with your main title. I mean, if it's like one of your lower mid card ones, maybe, but, but don't do that to your big title that, you know, you're carrying your company around. And I actually want to see cross with that belt. I want to see him with that belt in 2019 because, you know, when they did final hour, he spiked them a rating. He has people talking. He is gaining a social media following. He is, you know, getting mainstream, more mainstream wrestling news press. He was just featured in gorilla position. Um, You know, he is, I think he really is the linchpin and the key to impact having a successful 2019 loved Rosemary coming back. I legitimately screamed so loud. I have a I have cats, and three of them just scattered. <laughs> they were like, "Oh crap, Mama's Mama's freaked out. We're running." So I love Rosemary coming back. I love the whole undead realm thing. I love stuff like that. Like I'm a happy goth chick at heart. So anything that has like ghosts and spirits and demons, I'm all over it. <laughs> so I love that stuff, and I love Dark Alley. And I hope that they're going to put Dark Alley, Sue Young, and Rosemary together. That's kind of this trio of dark women that are just going to go crazy and obliterate the rest of the Knockouts division. Wow. And Tessa, I love Tessa. I call her the tessa but She is the Terminator and she will not quit. Um, love her. But I do think it was time for Taya to get that belt. Taya is so talented. She has been working down in Mexico for years. She has been literally bleeding in mexican rings for years yep. she she's hardcore and that's why you know like a lot of people were deeming me like did you see what your favorite did because everybody knows cross and jay white are my favorite wrestlers in the world right now so they're like did you see what he did he put his hands on woman i'm like well let me tell you something Taya has been through worse okay she has been through worse. <laughs> so get so get the f out of here with that bullshit
0: So out of of a score, what did you give it, the the show out of 10?
2: Out of 10, mm, I said 8.6 last night, and I was just saying that to make a cross-reference. But seriously, it was a, I would say, I would say a 9 out of 10, because the only points that I would deduct were from the finish. And because the Willie Mack and Sammy Callahan match, I really just, I love Sammy, and that's the hard part about this, is that I I love Sammy, I love OBE. I love the Chris, I love Jessica Havoc, I love that whole Ohio clan. And just to see that it just, it didn't, like there wasn't really any crazy build to this. There wasn't anything, it was just kind of thrown on the pay-per-view and it wasn't, you know, anything I was really interested in. Because for me to be interested in something, there has to be a story behind it and there has to be a reason behind it. It's not just like, okay, let's just throw these guys in the ring and they're just going to fight, you know there has to be a purpose behind it. I kind of felt like that really didn't have one, you know? (laughs) But other than that, I loved the ultimate X. Loved that. Loved, um, the Lucha brothers versus LAX. I'll sell them where they just West. I love LAX. They're OGs since my early days of TNA fandom back in the day. And I'm glad that they got to keep those belts and hopefully this, Feud continues and we get more and more matches.
0: And what about yourself, Chef? What do you think about the pay per view?
2: Dude, how the fuck do I follow that up?
1: <laughs> I don't know, bro. All <laughs> right. I got put into a lose lose situation after that amazing fucking entrance to she, what she's doing. She just
0: did a promo. <laughs>
1: she just, no, listen, she just cut a promo. Like, all right. I'm going to be completely honest. Y'all know I keep it a buck. I watched three matches of this shit because the rest of it I didn't care about. I watched. LAX, Lucha Brothers, which I said would be and should have been the main event. Loved it. But you know what you're getting out of those guys. When you got Pentagon and Phoenix and LAX, you're going to have a fucking – it's just going to be an assault. It's it's insane. I I always am going to go for LAX. They're New York guys. They represent what I'm from. They represent everything I know and I'm about and, and I love so much. So keeping the belts in my city – Love it. Always going to be LAX. I'm glad they kept the belt. I'm a huge Pentagon fan, but you know what? Sorry about your damn luck because I'm going for the hometown guys. Um, Tessa and Tyre at spots, and I'm a huge Tyre fan. I like Tessa, but I'm a Tyre fan. I felt it kind of uh, stale at points. I hated the whole fact that Gail Kim, and, and I'm a Gail Kim fan, and I hated her sticking her nose in it because Tyre wins her first belt with the company, and all uh, everybody's just going to keep saying, oh, she won it because of Gail. Gail did this, Gail did that. And that's all you hear. And it kind of takes away from Ty. So I'm kind of salty about that because Ty deserves this shit. She's been with the company a long time. Well, for a year or whatever it is. And she, you know, she's always tweeting and talking about it and everything else. And now it's jaded because you finished the way you finished it, whatever. And I want uh, Morrison and, uh, cage and everyone else is not cage fan I care less about the guy um <laughs> I, I thought it was i thought it was a good match you know the ending was ass but uh like we're all and it's funny because you know usually you know somebody has someone different we all are big supporters of cross we all think that he should be the face going forward um him doing what he's doing it's nothing short of fucking awesome i mean larkin bring it up last week uh him punching the cinder block and, and killing pretty much uh uh, what the hell is the uh, Tre-
0: Trevor, Trevor Lee
2: Trevor Lee Trevor
1: Lee yeah he pretty much fucking killed him because we know he's not with the company anymore so technically Cross got a murder rap right now because he murdered him um,
2: yeah he got that was a contract killing a contract when was, your contract expires you get killed off of television
1: yep. you see on the last she episode was, too I'm, <laughs> I'm enjoying this this is fun she's she's gonna bring a whole different asshole out of me that you're gonna enjoy
0: oh wow um, that was bad <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I, I really enjoy what Cross is doing and I think that I don't I don't wanna say Johnny Impact's not the guy or whatever, but I think that Cross right now has he's the buzz of impact. And I think that you're you gotta ride your way because impact to me, and I always say, and I don't care who gets upset, it's going backwards. A guy like Cross can can move the direction forward. You know what I mean? Like build on him because He's the guy. You know what I mean. Like a lot of people don't remember him from. I think he was in NXT or or whatever he was, and then he was in like uh, Lucha on the ground. Right now, what's up?
2: He was in. Um, he had a tryout at the Performance Center. Yeah. Um, he has done a tag match on WWE television. Um, as an extra, but he hasn't been in WWE. He's been mostly out in the West Coast FSW ring warriors um triple a and
1: yeah and and the thing with those is a lot of people here like regular fans don't really know those other companies so if you market him right he could be impact's guy you know what i mean he could be the guy that you go forward with and i think that there's no better guy right now in that company that you sit there and go holy shit we got a diamond in the rough with this guy you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. So, he is a diamond.
2: He, he he are in my eyes, he already is one because he is miles above in promo work thanks. almost anybody in the business. And not only that, he had that crowd lusting for more hyper violence. He had that crowd lusting for more carnage. And he had them chanting Kill, Cross Kill. Who was the last guy that they chanted that for? Kevin Dink. No.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. But I thought you were talking impact. I was going to say Samoa Joe.
2: Um, Yeah, and Samoa Joe as well. I was going to say that too. That tells you that this guy is special. You need to take care of him, and you don't need to do what WWE did with Braun Strowman and wait too long to try to even attempt to put a belt on him, and then the fans don't give a shit. You have to strike when the iron is hot. Put it on him now. Don't be a coward. Don't
1: be a chicken <laughs> shit. And- <laughs> <laughs> my bad. I, I
0: just think what you're saying. All right. So enough of Killer Cross for one night. So, <laughs> so, so Chef. What, what I could go you- on about so, him
2: for hours. Yeah, we could tell. If you let
0: me. We could tell. So, Chef, what's your score for the show if you gave it one?
1: Well, it's unfair because I only watched rematches.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Uh, but what about your rematches? My what? I said your rematches uh, rematch score.
1: All right. On uh, the ones I watched, I'll go Lucha. Uh, the Lucha Brothers LAX, I'm going to go a uh, 10 out of 10. The Tessa Tide thing, I'll give like a, a six. And the Johnny uh, Mundo Impact yeah.
0: on the ground, uh, Nightco, worldwide.
1: whatever, whatever his name is versus Cage. I'll I, I go with a, a, a strong five.
0: Okay. Now, there was one more, another piece of news that came out for that night also was that they actually announced that Impact is going to be simulcast on Pursuit and the Twitch app, which means there is no more excuse from anyone saying, I cannot watch the show. I can't find it anywhere because Twitch is an app and it's in every single device that you have. Phones, you know, you know, PS4, Xbox, everything. The Twitch is there. All you need is a good internet service, and you should be fine.
1: Or right, hey, you know what my my issue with that is? You they they're trying to make it seem like Pop sucks so bad, and they went to this one, right? And I'm Pop not does suck. Nope. Yeah, no no gimmick shit, just regular talk. I'm not trying to be funny or nothing. But my beef with the situation is the fan base wants to fucking crucify Pop. Hype up on fucking uh, Pursuit. Pursuit. But, but if, if if you need Twitch to help you promote your shit, that's pretty bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, people have to understand that it has went backwards. Hopefully it goes backwards to go forward. You know what I mean? I'm not shitting on the company, but I do agree with you. I don't want to hear nobody say shit that they can't watch it. If you can't watch it, it's because you don't want to watch uh, so it. You can, know what I'm
0: saying? Uh, so, or you don't have internet, which everybody right now, Jesus, has internet.
2: Like I've tried to tell people and people are people aren't really listening to me and they're not hearing me when I tell them this. With the Twitch thing, now impact has a greater reach than WWE. Because WWE if you it's not you can't watch full broadcasts if you don't have USA or in the future Fox. So if you just have an internet connection and you have any device in the world, pretty much, you can watch Impact and you can watch it live and in full and the access the accessibility is there now and the whole thing with pop like i feel like they were slowly getting kicked out of pop i, yeah. I think i feel like they were slowly but surely getting kicked out because of, agree, agree you know and i just think that they were trying to find something good but they just couldn't because they haven't built up enough trust with the television community yet you know they've been with so many networks over the past, you know, several years, they've been with Spike, Discovery America, Discovery USA or Discovery America, or whatever the frick that channel yeah, is Destination, Destination America. America. Right. Destination America. Um, and then pop. pop. And, you know, and they, and they haven't stayed anywhere for a long time. And I think that maybe that's what they need to stay somewhere for a while, even though Pursuit freaking sucks, because I legitimately was almost in tears whenever they announced pursuit because I was looking and I was desperate because me and my husband were both cord cutters. So, you know, if you are a cord cutter, besides that cloud TV service, you couldn't get it. And I didn't even know about the cloud service until like five o'clock PM that day. And so I spend that whole day and I'm freaking out and I'm like, you mean to tell me I've, I've like fallen in love with this killer cross character and he's my favorite in the world. And you mean to tell me like, you're going to take him away from me. Like I was upset. Like, <laughs> I was
0: angry. now switch.
2: Like, I'm, I'm a
0: quarter Puerto
2: Rican, oh, and my. I was no way. Whappa? Oh, didn't eh. see that coming. Me,
0: me neither. The yeah, they, the they just just change. just a humongous curveball. A <laughs> <Now, laughs> switch, babe. Since you're from Louisiana, do you know who Jimmy Houston is? Oh, geez, Jimmy Houston. You, you. know
2: <laughs> I told her yesterday, she was like, I don't know. And I was like,
0: damn, you used to be cool. You don't know who Jimmy Houston is?
2: I don't, I don't know who. I don't really know. I don't watch hunting and fishing type stuff. That's not my oh. thing. So I really wouldn't know who he is.
0: Well, your Puerto Rican 25% just got down to 15. <laughs> hey, anybody know who Jimmy Houston is?
2: <laughs> I'll know. have to do some research on him.
1: Facts, yeah. facts. Next time we come on, we're going to be like, hey, who is Jimmy, Jimmy Houston? Houston? She's like, hey, I love Jimmy Houston. Jimmy Houston is like this. We're going to be like, all right, there you go.
0: Well, I, I was telling Chef and Larkin before, this is going to be my first time in close to a year that I'll be able to watch an episode of Impact. So I'm excited for tomorrow night.
2: I am too. And you know what was funny today? Like, we're all sitting around on Twitter and we're like thinking, wait. Shit, impact isn't tonight because I was sitting there the whole the whole day like, oh, it's impact today, blah blah. blah. And then somebody tweets, and I'm like, holy shit, it's not tonight. Yeah.
0: It's gonna
2: be an adjustment for sure. Yeah. So what's next on our card, brother? So
0: on the card, we go to my favorite company, and I think Switch Babe's favorite company also. What, New Japan. No help. <laughs> 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 that, that was a good one. That was a good one. We're going to go to the land of the rising sun, New Japan Pro Wrestling, which had their second event of the year and on their New Year Dash. And, you know, this is the part of the year where, or the show where the new feuds for the year start. And all the good stuff, you know, who's coming in, who's coming out happens. Except this year was a little slow. You know, the whole elite is no longer there. We found out Kenny Omega is no longer with the company. We found out Kushida is leaving the company at the end of the month after being there for eight years. So that kind of sucked a bit for the show. But the only good thing that happened that night was that Chase Owens and Jujiro Takahashi rejoined the Bullet Club, baby. <laughs> and in the I, and the words to to, to uh, uh my friend Chef. B- B- bullet club is just fine chef It's just fine so switch Bay, what do you think about that this whole news of kenny omega leaving and kushida leaving
2: kushida i did not see coming because i didn't really think he was gonna leave so that one caught me off guard my little otter is gone i'm sad but um The whole thing with the elite, I kind of knew that that was coming. I knew the Bucks and Cody for sure were gone. I thought maybe Hangman was going to be gone as well. Kenny, I wasn't so sure on because Kenny, you know, is basically become a Japanese citizen. Mm -hmm. He lives there. He has made that his life. And so I really didn't see it coming. And the fact that he is saying that he is going to leave tells me that he's leaving for AEW. Like, he's just not going to leave a life he has made for just WWE, where. You know, you look at their programming and it sucks. He's not going to take that risk. He is going to go for AEW where he has friends that are going to treat him right and that are going to book him right and that are going to make the right decisions with him. So that I kind of saw halfway coming with Kenny, but not totally. Um, the whole thing with Us and Chase getting back with the firing squad or the OGs, I saw that coming. I said, I even tweeted earlier in the night, I said, Us and Chase have always been with the OGs. They've just been doing covert operations and y'all <laughs> all have this couple. And then later on in the night when Tomatonga gives does his little hard hand mm-hmm. which was so adorable. I loved it. Um and gives them hugs. I was like, I wouldn't quote me this age well. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: And so and I loved the whole show. And of course, you know, seeing Jay hold up that I W G P heavyweight belt, I was like please let me see this soon. Please let me see this soon as a reality because I love Jay. He is for as young as he is. He is so damn good with his promos. He is good with his in-ring work. He, you know, he knows how to work the fans in Japan to such an extent that the normally respectful and quiet New Japan audience that's so demure is now ready to riot. And if they didn't like littering so much, I'm sure whenever he was in Sapporo that night and they were just booing him out of the building, I'm sure they would have did some WCW heat-type crap and would have threw trash in the ring at him. And that is incredible that somebody that's a heel can do that in Japan. And I just love him. And I think that he and he is also the progeny of Prince Devitt, whether yep. people, will, people understand that or not. Prince Devitt was the one that gave him a business card with Prince Devitt's name on it for him to contact him so that he could go to New Japan.
0: My so God, go I I, I miss Prince Deva so much. Jesus.
2: I miss him too. I was like, I'll listen to real rock and roll every now and again. And I'm like, I'll just be like universe, please let me hear this in the Tokyo Dome again one day, please. I just beg you, please. Cause i I've been a Bullet Club fan since the very beginning, since the very beginning, since that first theme song, since before I shot him. And I, I love the OGs. I love what they're doing right now. I love the whole good guy Tama Tonga stuff. It's hilarious because you know, this is so facetious. It's beyond ridiculous. And you know, like what they, what Rocky said on commentary. Yeah. This is just a ploy so he can sell out that block party and then he's going to go bad boy again.
0: Yeah. Hey, so chef, what what do you think about the news? You know what? Um, I don't, I don't know if you really watch new Japan that much right now. So
1: no, I. you know what it is? Uh, about a year ago, my oldest son, he was big into New Japan, and he had put me on. So I'm current up to probably about a year ago. Like I think it was Wrestle Kingdom 12 was when I – Like maybe a month before Wrestle Kingdom 12 was when I started watching uh, New Japan. Okay. So when I started watching New Japan, I hate goofy shit. Like there's very few goofy acts that I actually could be a fan of. I'm, I'm a pretty serious person. So – when I seen the Bullet Club with uh, the bugs and, and they're all goofy and they, they are who they are, that's where I did the whole, um, the, bullet scr- the Bullet Scrubs, the club with no bullets. I just really did not like the Bullet Club at all. Um, the Tommy Tonga guy now, though, I dig that guy because he's serious. He's more badass. He's official. I love this firing squad stuff. You know, I always call the guy Micah, and I know I always, you know, it's just what I'm used to because you yeah. know I went to or, you know, I, I was in Orlando all the time and yeah, he was yep, there. Yep. Yeah, so I always call him Micah, but um, and I always chop up the guy Minoru Suzuki or something like that, the older guy. Oh. Minoru
2: Suzuki, yes. yeah, I, I yeah. love him. I that even call him, call him Dad. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, I'm
1: going to be completely honest. Um, in the year that I've watched. He's already in my top 20 favorite all-time wrestlers because I just think he's that good. You know what I mean? Like, So I do know a little bit about the company. I love what the Bullet Club is doing right now or Firing Squad or Gorillas of Destiny. I don't know which ones their name is right now. OGs, whatever they're called right now. The Tommy Tonga direction, yep. I enjoy the whole shit. I think that that's what the Bullet Club should be. The Bullet Club should remind me of the old school NWO where they beat the shit out of you just for living. I liked it. I liked it. I, you know, I don't have an attachment to too many people because I'm new to it. I'm not like you guys that you understand the history of it. I'm still very new.
0: Yeah. Now there's, there's that's, two more news.
2: That's At least you're yeah. learning, you know? Yeah.
0: Now there was two other news that came out from new Japan that Rocky Romero had resigned with the company for two more years. And so did Chase Owens. So both of them are there to the end of, or the end of 2019. So that should be good.
2: Yeah, and they're both very talented guys. Yeah. yeah, they are. They're both very talented. I love her, Rocky. Rocky is the utility knight yep. of the of New Japan. Like he can do commentary. He can wrestle. Do, he can wrestle. Uh, he can manage. He yep. can he can virtually do it all. And so he is a definite must keep for New Japan. Yeah, he has helped so much with the foreign guys coming over and getting adjusted and finding their way. He is definitely a a valued, valued person there. And he's
0: Puerto um, Rican. Can't go, he Puerto Rican? Yeah. Can't go wrong with that. <laughs> yes. Can't go wrong with
2: that. Um and Chase, I love him. I love Chase on the case. I love him. He is just hilarious sometimes with things that he doesn't. He thinks he's tonguing. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um so you know, I'm glad to hear that those signees are happening, and and I'm hoping that more will renew in the coming weeks. Um, and Minoru Suzuki, like you're we all talking about, I love him, and he's one that if Cross ever did go to New Japan, I would want him in Suzuki Goon because him and Just Suzuki have so much in common. Yeah, they both have that pancreas type background, and both are into ultra violence and pretty much murder. And I can see Cross murdering some young lions really easily. So, you know, I just I love Suzuki, and I even call him dad as a joke, and I'm, I'm saying that one day when I meet him, I'll ask him to adopt me and teach me <laughs> the art of badassery.
0: Now, this one last topic, which this is going to be the big one of the week, and everybody saw this because he was free on every access channel you could find on, a, on a, a phone or anything, and that was the AEW pep rally that happened Ooh. on Tuesday that was yeah, that was hosted by Ari, the who's who's of wrestling and i mean they basically just introduced the whole structure a structure of how the company is going to be i mean Shaqan can or Khan, which is the owner of the jesseville jaguars he is the pockets and i mean the deep deep pockets that's going to be funding the company uh his son tony Khan is the president of the company. Then you have Cody and the Young Bucks being the executive vice presidents of the company. You have Brandy Rhodes being the chief brand officer. And if anybody doesn't know what chief brand officer is, don't feel bad because that's a title that just came out maybe like 10 years ago. So, so it's it's just something that just kind of came out of nowhere. Um... The first event is gonna be on May 25th, which is gonna be the double or nothing pay out of the MGM Grand Arena in Las Vegas. They already mentioned the second show is gonna be in Jacksonville, Florida, but no one still knows a, a date for that yet. Um, the biggest things that I got from that show was the equal pay, the no-sliding scale. Uh, when it comes to working on the wins and losses, no one's going to get paid more than nobody else. So I have to wait and see how that really is going to work before I start believing it. So I'll already see it before I believe it. They actually already have a roster. Uh, they mentioned that they are going to be working with OEW from China. So that right there might tell you the working relationship with New Japan Wrestling when they already have something else with a different company from a different country. Um they already have a roster. I mean they have Cody, Nick and Matt, Jericho, which is the big one, Paige, Daniels, Cav, Scorpio, MJF, uh George Janella, which I never knew who he was till WrestleMania weekend last year. He came out of nowhere. Uh, Pac. Then they mentioned the good God, the good brothers from OEW, which is Seema, T Hawk, and Takiji Jamamura. And then from the ladies' part, they have Brandy, Dr. Britt Baker, and Penelope Ford. Whoo! I just ran out of breath. <laughs> good Lord. That was a lot. Was a lot. Now, I, I, was, I saw this, I was excited to see this pepper rally. I was very, very excited. I was impressed. And with a lot of answers, there's also a lot of questions of how this whole uh, equal pay sliding scale thing is gonna work, who's gonna get what, what's gonna get what, cause we know Jericho is not getting anywhere near getting paid as everybody else. So I mean, let's just let's just say that that's the truth. There, he's getting paid more than anybody else there. So I, I gotta see what happens. The show is May twenty fifth, and you know, only time will tell what's gonna happen. The one thing that I do like is that they had interviews after the show, and Cody Rhodes mentioned that any wrestler that gets injured in a AEW event is gonna get taken care of hundred percent by the company since the injury happened in their ring which is the same thing that stanford connecticut does for the wrestlers so i thought that was that was a a good start right there and another rumor that i heard earlier today kenny omega when he found out that uh, new japan wrestling was not going to work with aew and was going to stay instead with roh and that kind of made him push him up more because of the AEW and how uh, the switch babe mentioned the friends that he has in the company. So if it's true or not, we'll find out But new Japan wrestling decided to stay with ROH with the partnership. And we'll see what's going to happen with that. And it shows with the OEW from China announcement. So that right there could be something there. So I don't know, but, Switch, babe. What did you think about this whole pep rally that happened on Tuesday?
2: The entire time I had chills, and I'm live tweeting this, and I'm just like every person they brought out. I'm just tweeting their name with like a bunch of exclamation points and with the with the three hashtags that were going that day, and just you know, just so much excitement so much hope, hope for an alternative that we have been desperately needing for so long here in America. I mean, yeah, we got New Japan, but that's like going in the middle of the night. Not that I'm going to stop watching New Japan, because I would never stop watching New Japan. I'm addicted to pure arrest, so I will be till the day I die. So, um, but the signees that they had, I was kind of expecting. I was kind of expecting Joey Janela, you know, from his performance at All In. I was expecting Penelope. I was expecting everybody, pretty much besides Jericho and Pac. When Pac came out, I legitimately screamed. I was like, hell, yeah. Pock, yes, because I have missed Pac so badly, you know, and I still call him Pac. Like, even when he was Neville, I would still call him Pac because I, I just love him. And hopefully now that he's out of WWE, he can be more himself. He can be that proper bastard pop that he needs to be. And I know that Nick, Matt, and Cody will allow him to do that. And the whole thing with the sliding skill, I think the way that that's going to work is, it's basically... Entry level employees, mid level employees, and upper employees are all going to get paid the same regardless of sex. That's the way that Brandi Rhodes explained it on Twitter. So, to me, that is a very good thing as a woman because if you look at WWE salaries for their women, they are a fraction of what the men make. And it's that way across the board in a lot of places. So, for them to make that change and to say, we're going to pay women equally and the same and value them the same as our men, is huge to me. And the whole thing with the health insurance, like they're wanting to provide health insurance for employees, they're wanting to provide insurance for the wrestlers, and they're wanting to give them workers' comps so that when they get hurt, they can be comfortable at home and they're not having to worry about starting up a GoFundMe or anything like that, which I love that, because there have been so many guys that have gotten hurt and, like me personally, like I will kick back somebody like if I know their PayPal and I know that they're hurt, I'll send them a twenty. I'll be like, "Here, here you go, don't send me anything here this is this is for you because I know you're hurt and you can't work, and you're stuck at home, and maybe that would take that burden off of the fans that that you know, and it's not a burden to me at all, you know, like I know that I would want somebody to do that for me if I was hurt, so just this whole vision is beautiful, and I hope." And I know that the con son, not the father, but the son, is a 20. huge wrestling fan. And he you know, he knows he knows what's up, he knows what's good wrestling, he knows what's bad wrestling. And he isn't gonna be like some just a random billionaire that's just investing just to invest. He's investing because he's passionate about it. And that is what we need. We need an investor that is passionate about this project. And you know, I've heard that they already have two TV deals that are on the table. A lot of exciting things happen in the show in Vegas. I'm actually, I'm 90% sure I'm going to Vegas to Double or Nothing. Um, so I am so excited about this, and I just can't wait. And the Bucks and I have gone back almost a decade. Um, I found the Bucks when they were working in an independent in California. On this very, very random, hard to find channel on Dish Network called Colors. And I saw these kids, and they were kids back then, and they were so good. And I said, These guys are gonna be the best tag team in the world one day. Ten years later, here we are, and look at them. And just to see them up there when they couldn't afford McDonald's or Popeyes or whatever the case may be, about 2012 to now, it's just beautiful. And I love it. And for Cody, you know, His father must be smiling down on him so hard, you know, as a booker, as a father, as a wrestler, everything under the sun. It's just beautiful. And there were some moments yesterday where I got emotional and I was I was just so happy for these guys because they deserve the world. And today also Chris Jericho did an interview with um, Busted Open Radio, I believe. And I think he slipped up and said anything like he didn't Mm. really go back and confirm it but he slipped up and he said Kenny's name. So I'm thinking he's going to AEW more and more.
0: Well, well, We'll find out if he doesn't show up at Royal Rumble. <laughs> well,
1: he's yeah. not going to show what, up at Royal Rumble what, what been for, He's been with the 30th entry for the last like, five, Four, six, five years? six years. Kenny, yeah. he, he comes through yeah. the Omega.
2: But he's not, he's not going to show up because his contract with New Japan expires. January 31st. Right. And they are not going to let him out of that contract to go and appear on competitions television. They're yeah. not going to do it. That's true. So everybody who's on, who's on the internet saying, Oh Kenny, they could let him out. They could do this. They could do that. I'm like, shut up. No. He's not in the Royal rumble. Get over yourselves. So stop soaking that. Flame. <laughs> like I've been sick of that for the past few years. Like every contract season, everybody goes shit, and everybody thinks that, Oh, King's going to show up. He's going to be in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. I'm like, no, he's not. He hasn't done it. Yeah. And, you know, look at past behavior. Look at history. You know? So,
0: <laughs> yeah. So, Impact Hater, do you, are you going to start putting AEW as one of your hating ones or no?
1: No, I'm excited by AEW. You know I'm excited. We talk about the chat thing all the time. Oh, it's yeah. I the- love
0: AEW. I do.
1: I do. I think that is something fresh. I think that is something real. I think that WWE hasn't had competition since WCW. As Facts. much as I love Facts. TNA. Facts. You know what I mean? Like, I love I love TNA. Let's not get it crazy. TNA was my shit. But the only real competition to ever have was WCW, and I think that this feels, with the backing they have, with the people in power, with the people in place, they have everything you want to be a competition place. And if talent in WWE, you see all the rumors, you know, and unfortunately I don't watch, I don't read dirt sheets. I don't, I don't care about these people who want to throw rumors. Unfortunately, I have people who send me this shit all the time and they want to talk to me about this shit. I don't care about, but you see all these things that they're saying, Oh, you know, WWE talent, you know, they want to be pushed. They're not getting pushed. They feel this way. Listen, if you feel like you're stuck and you don't want to go to an impact, you don't want to go to an ROH, you want to stay in the States, well, AEW is here now you have the right people you have the right people in place you know their industry people between Cody being a WWE guy I know he's got a lot of relationships there through the books being in ROH and New Japan you know they got you know relationships there you got people who have been in each one of these companies all over the world who have working relationships with everybody so it's not hard for them to go Oh shit, look what they're doing over there. You know, like they just got MJF from MLW, which hurts MLW. You know what I mean? Right. I love MLW, but it takes away from them. But they're, it's showing you this is not even a thing yet. This is a logo. There hasn't been one match. They have not been in an arena. They haven't done shit. This was outside in the parking lot. And people are already hyped up because they believe. You know what yeah, I mean? Do. Like, Yeah. And, and, you know, the and,
2: AW logo shirt is the number one selling. Shirt on pro wrestling com right now,
1: Exactly. Yep,
2: and okay. and not only that, you know, if they haven't even put on a show yet, and people are so excited, and it was trending in the states I know at least during the rally. Um, there's so much excitement in the air for this, and people want it to do well. And, like, you know, like you were saying, you know, like with M. Jeff leaving. I call him M Jeff. M Jeff. Um it's a it's a thing from Dan and Barry shooting reviews on hot spots. Um, you know, I think it's gonna I really think it's gonna do well and I think it's gonna benefit a lot of people. And like you were saying, people that are stuck in WWE that aren't getting pushed. I know they're letting their contracts run out and they're going to AEW because they know they got friends over there, like Cody is friends with the revival. I know that. And I know the Bucks in the revival want to have a match, so you know they could go. Zack Ryder could go, who was friends with um a lot of the elite guys. Um, you know there there's going to be a lot of movement. There's going to be a lot of talent movement within the next couple of years, and it's going to involve AEW. AEW is going to be like I said, cross was the Lynchpin earlier. AEW is going to be the Lynchpin in this, and it's going to be. They're going to be key in making Vince care again because they pissed Vince off being two blocks away from SmackDown, blowing oh, yeah. up with all that pyro and showing, and showing him up, being like, hey, we got all this pyro, and guess what? Y'all ain't got none. And y'all are on national television. <laughs> and, they, and, he, and, and he
1: also stopped people from coming into the <laughs> arena with the AEW that, shirts.
2: That was, that was going to be my next thing. And then they stopped the fans who paid their hard earned money. From, to come into your show, that like like Cody said, you have to be an idiot to do that as Vince, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Your ratings are struggling as it is. Your attendance is struggling as it is. And you're going to turn people away who want to come to your show just because they're wearing an AEW shirt? What a prick. You know, what that, a petty prick.
1: And it shows you that it already affected him. You know it what I mean? It shows you he's scared.
2: He is scared. He is intimidated, and guess what? I hope he is. Because anything that gets Miss McMahon in this position brings me so much freaking joy because I know that it's gonna make him produce a better quality product than the McDonald's mass market bullshit he has been putting out.
1: He has to. He has to. There's, he can't keep putting out the, once listen, once this first show happens he cannot put out another bad month or two because he no, these guys. And, and, uh, you know, we, we sent you the link of the one, the, the podcast we did. And like Jorge was saying through the, the Con family, you know, they have a lot of connections and they're going to get a major TV deal.
2: Yeah. I've heard so, TNT and TBS.
1: Yeah. Once, if they land on those, you're, if the cool thing is for, for people who might not have been old enough to watch the Monday night wars, um this might happen again. You know what I mean? And I'm not trying to put that, that pressure on AEW, not at all. I just think that this is gonna scare Vince. He's already shown his colors by uh, you know, addressing fans wearing the, the, the clothing of that company and he's scared. If he doesn't produce, this company's gonna come in and punch him in the face.
2: They're gonna knock him F out.
1: Yeah. Um the one thing I liked, and I'm not a big Cody fan. I've never been a big Cody fan. I appreciate his work, what he does. I'm not a, there's a lot of people I'm not a fan of, but I respect their their work, ethic, and everything else. Um Cody Rhodes, when he speaks, uh I made a joke saying, wow, he felt like a politician. Like yes. he speaks so eloquent that I was like, wow, I was taken back by it. I was like, holy shit, like I believe in, in the message he was giving. I appreciated you know his passion for for AEW and what he's trying to build. To me, there was no better person to be on that mic than Cody Rhodes. Like I dug the Young Bucks, you know, doing their fun shit, you know, the jokes and everything. But he felt like he should be the voice of AEW. He did an amazing job. I don't know what Brandy's doing. You know, I it's cool. She's really sweet. I met her a few times. Absolute doll. Um, you know, Pac. You know, I know him as Neville. Um, him coming, him coming out with uh, or he was that? The Dragon Belt, or the,
0: Dragon... Yeah, Dragon Gate Belt, which means, Dragon... and, and and he, and just excuse me, he mentioned he came out with the Belt Dragon Gate Belt, and he even mentioned the company Dragon Gate. So this could be something moving forward where they could have a working relationship with another Japanese company, being Dragon Gate.
1: That's that's what I thought because a lot of companies don't allow. Um, other companies' belts onto their stuff. So uh, seeing him bring it on and him saying, look, you know, I'm already a champion, I was like, oh, shit, like, you know, and I like Hangman Page, so I was like, oh, wow, like what the fuck is going on here? But Pac is a huge signing. You know, he's like the the wow factor. You know, Jericho at the end, you're like, holy shit, Jericho did come back with these guys. You know, you got all these things that AEW is just, it's every week you're going to see something new. Britt Baker amazing.
2: Visit, yeah, you, yeah. Video, and let me tell you something. The um, the with brandy, um, we're calling her the chief brandy officer. Basically, <laughs> what what Stephanie McMahon is in WWE, she is going to be for AEW. Like that position okay. has been. That's what that's what a chief brand officer is. It's yeah. so, um, it's basically a person who represents the company, who goes out and does community outreach, who. Is basically the face for the company Which in is definitely business a man, and yes. different situations like that. Okay. So that's basically what she is going to be, and I don't know if she's going to be an active roster member or not.
0: Oh, that most, like, be, most likely, most likely, yeah, most likely, yeah.
1: She she, she did say something yeah, about, about wrestling. Uh, like she she has been growing in ring. She said something about being in the ring. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, and and so you know, and then speaking of Jericho, they took Jericho out of the opening signature. <laughs> Yeah, they did. they did that real quick. I was like, I was like, damn, the same the
0: same night, like two hours later.
2: Yeah, it was like it wasn't even two hours later. I'm like, like, damn. I'm like, Vince is pissed.
0: Well, you know, but but to be honest though, but to be honest though, before we, you know, give the belts to AEW, let them have a show first. Let them yeah, see I, what they're gonna do so before we na- before we knock down WWE. Because WWE is good, yeah, it's no, been no, there for no, eighty years and it's no, still no. there. So No, no, Jorge,
1: it's it's not knocking down WWE. Well, no, no,
0: because so, everybody you know on Twitter, oh this this is going on. AEW hasn't done anything yet. No. You know, let them have absolutely. shows. Absolutely. Let them have some shows, let them have a TV deal, let them do some house shows and go from there and a year from now. If it goes to the point that they will do the Monday Night Wars or Tuesday, then you'll see, okay, AEW is doing what they set out to do. So we, oh, no, we still see, can't crown see, them number one yet.
1: See, Jorge, the one thing that is funny, we always talk about, you know, we talk in the chat and everything else that we don't do here, is we're, we're honest wrestling fans. We understand the history that WWE has. We understand that little kids still today, they want their mania moment. We mm-hmm. understand all that. You know, like uh, it's going to take AEW at least five to six years of building up whatever their their big mania show is. I don't know if it's going to be All In or whatever they coined for their yearly big show. It's going to take years of them to have a product to say, hey, look, we are what this is. You know what I mean? We can compete with WWE. We can give you better than WWE. We'll treat you better than WWE. We understand that, that, you know, WWE will always have the nostalgias of Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, you know, down the line. Everybody, Ric Flair, even though he's a WCW guy, you know, there is no WCW claim for WWE. You know, you go down Cheeto, you know, everybody, everybody, I don't need to go into it. But what I'm saying with AEW is they are putting everything in the right place. And if they can continuously every year grow and grow and grow by year five. You're looking at people saying, "Shit, I want my all-in moment." You know what I mean? Because if you could produce that main event to be as big as Mania, if you can have cities, because I listen, I lived in Florida when when WrestleMania was here. Yo, my my forty-five minutes it took to get to work was almost a two-hour drive. Oh, I believe it. You know, like yeah, Mania, yeah, Mania is is insane. You know what I'm saying? Like. I don't even want to think about the financial aspect of it but if all in and think about it all in was just one pay-per-view that sold out in an hour or like 35 minutes some shit like that yeah. um, all in was able to sell out over 10,000 people and if they could produce that year after year I'm telling you now you could look at something and say oh shit you know what I mean like this is serious
2: yeah like they're already having it with Having almost a 20,000 seater that they're trying to sell out. If they sell that out, then that's some exponential growth on a curve that is going to go up. Yep. So, you know, like we're not saying that, hey, this is going to be a knockout blow for WWE. We're just saying that this is going to be competition that is going to make the entire wrestling industry as a whole better. Thank you know, you. With things that they're doing, the thing with the healthcare and paying the women equally. And, you know, taking care of talent better and booking things better. Like, this is going to put Vince McMahon's feet to the fire mm-hmm. and make him have to work better, make him have to work harder, and make him have to care, make him be more in touch with society and not stuck back in wherever
0: the he's
2: stuck in. I don't know what the frick era he's stuck in sometimes, because sometimes <laughs> it goes 80s, sometimes it goes 90s, sometimes it goes naughty, sometimes it goes, it's like, it's like, dude. What the hell, but
0: but, but there is wait. one name, there is one name that I want to throw out. His contract is coming up in April, and that's AJ Styles.
1: I don't think he leaves, I
2: don't, I don't think, think he, he would to...
1: No, yeah, he's, I
2: don't... he's too financially comfortable. He has four children, yeah. he, he is not going to take that financial risk of going to something that's just starting up when he has four children and a wife at home. You know, if these WWE guys aren't hurting for money, like WWE can basically pay you to just sit at home, oh, basically. for sure. You know, so the one that I would maybe keep an eye on is the revival and possibly. Now, this is a very long shot deal because Carl Anderson is very comfortable at home, too. Yeah. So is Luke Gallo. Um, yeah, but would, I think that they would if they would.
1: I don't know how much they got paid, but I would love to see them back with the boys.
0: Yeah, Back too, in Japan.
2: I'd love to see Anderson and Gallo's back with the boys. And then there's rumors of Shinsuke, too. Yeah,
0: also also in April, too. Also in April.
2: Let me tell you something. Like, I've told my husband over and over again, like, if he ever went back to New Japan, I said, we would end up having to name a child after Shinsuke Nakamura. (laughs) 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 Because I, I, I loved him in New Japan. And just, I was at WrestleMania. And imagine my heartbreak, a huge Shinsuke Nakamura fan from New Japan days Seeing him lowered to, in a title match, after the match is through, bending down, giving AJ the belt, and then giving him a low blow. Yeah. I'm, in my heartbreak. And then, not only that, then the main event of WrestleMania sucked because the fans just made me so uncomfortable. Just the way that they hijacked it because they didn't give a damn. It was like, I just, I felt legitimately uncomfortable. You know, with like all the booing and all the, you know, different things that people were yelling out.
1: I mean, you know what it is? A guy like Shinsuke Shinsuke is so talented that they have ruined him in WWE. They've done nothing with him. They didn't, you know, the value he came in with has been seriously diminished. As soon as you, if he leaves and goes to AEW, that will grow quick because he's such a fan favorite guy. Like, you know, he he reminds you of like an Asian Michael Jackson kind of thing. I don't know if I'm bugged out. Yeah, you know, like, I don't know if that's his role model or whatever the fuck it sure, was. but
2: sure. It actually oh. is. Michael okay, Jackson, cool. he loves him. Like, that's how he learned how to move and stuff. Like, he would watch Michael Jackson videos on TV in Japan, and he would learn how to move with Michael Jackson. And he would watch, you know, like, more like kung fu type movies. And, like, they weren't that mus- that muscular. Shimon. And that's how, that's how he, he, you know, came to be and how his style came to come about. <laughs> Yeah, you've been a smooth criminal somebody actually made a a tribute video to that on YouTube and I watch that all the time because it's amazing
1: you know um, like I said there's there's so much uh, that AEW is showing and there's so many opportunities now the more companies there are the more there is for talent to grow you know what I mean like so I'm excited about this I'm I don't want to coin the word like all in. Like I don't want to try to be cheesy because I haven't liked American wrestling for a few years. And uh, I'm, I'm excited about this one. I think that this will get me back into watching something with an American voice. You know what I mean? I watch a lot of Scottish wrestling. I'm starting to watch new Japan, you know, and I w- I just got tired of the shit that I've been seeing over here. But um this is, this is awesome. I mean, AEW I'm hoping people, uh, you know, I'm a fanboy for people like Taylor Hendricks and Rebel, and you know, I, I hope I see them, you know, eventually in there where they could be treated. Yeah, Rebel yeah,
2: yeah. Is actually going to be the stylist and makeup artist for AEW. Oh,
1: okay. yeah, I'm excited. I didn't want to, I didn't want to say that, but I'm excited about it because I can't really say nothing about that. But um, well, she put it on tw- like, on what's
2: on what's Twitter
0: called? or whatever, right? Yeah. 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 She put it on social. So yeah.
2: It's out there. It's, public, it's yeah. public. knowledge. I am. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Rebel Rebel. <laughs> um, Anyway, you know, like this is going to be better as a whole. And there was actually a whiteboard of the wrestling hierarchy that was put up on the internet a few weeks ago. And it was, and I reposted it the other day and I got to find it and share it with you guys. But basically what used to be Indies and WWE is now like this multi-class system and AEW is going to feed into that. And it's going to help to further that to where we have a middle class to where, you know, if guys don't get signed to a television deal, they can at least, you know, make a good comfortable living for their families working on some of these regional or, you know, upper echelon Indies, you know, like no longer is there just Indies and WWE there's Indies that are true local Indies in my eyes anyway. And then there's alternatives, which are like MLW Progress, evolve, that type of thing, and then you have the television type shows like Impact, ROH, um, New Japan, that type of company is up there. So now we have a middle class, and it's so great. And the Bucks and Cody and the Elite and all those guys that were that have been grinding on the Indies for years are responsible for this. And the fact that they're getting to actually now reap the benefits of that is just so beautiful and. With AEW, if by any chance Cody or the Bucks get get to hear this, which they probably won't, yeah. but if they do, I just wanna send send this message that you have nothing but my unconditional one hundred percent love and support. I hope that this does amazing. I know that you all all three of you and Brandy and Adam and Kenny, I know all of you are stellar gems of human beings and y'all are gonna keep all right. And hey, just shooting my shot. If you need anybody to work merch, you need anybody to do anything for you. I'm your girl.
0: Okay, so right now we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna cue the violin on that note. She <laughs> just gave a passionate uh, speech to you guys. Chef, anything else you want to say before we go?
1: Nah, brother, nah. I mean, I, we had. A, you know what I will say? One thing. Our new girl. Yes. Woman. Lady, whoever, whatever you want to coin her. Fandom. Is better than anyone you got on your whack-ass podcast. And I got to talk like that because I don't give a shit about your podcast. But take that.
0: Woo. And with that, and on that <laughs> note, we're going to romp up today's list. And for the, the, the hater of Impact in Melbourne, Australia, the chef. Our new member of the Bodega Wrestling Podcast, the Switch. Damn, I think I already messed up. The, Wish, the Switchblade, babe. Switch, I can't even Switchblade. say it, man. Switchblade, babe, for giving her beautiful voice a little more, you know, touch to us. We will say thank you so much for listening. And don't forget, like we always say here, be nice to each other on Twitter. It's just talking. Just talk to each other. Don't curse at each other. Stop killing people. It's all conversations about wrestling. That's it.
2: Amen. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. And we'll see you next week.